Hi, everyone. It's Pleasant from the Lola community. And I'm here with you today to give a little state of our union, a little um, kind of behind the scenes of who we are and where we're going. We have so many new people to the community. And I just wanted to introduce myself and kind of give you a little bit of direction and vision on where we're going. So over the past few months, I've been writing out and documenting, um, you can't see it because of the visual background, but a big overview of this community that we've built together over the past 12 years and kind of all the different versions of ways that we've been in community from a yoga studio to mom and baby classes to retreats and workshops and the list actually just goes on and on. Conferences, books, workbooks, online courses, podcast, and really give you a sense of the direction that I would like us to move in along with the Lola community leaders and along with your support and your input, really. So at this point, it's obviously... 2020, we are a few weeks away from the election and then the end of the year. And most of us are still home, working from home. I know I'm teaching my classes um, at American University online while my kids are here. And I know that things have been um, extremely, we've all been stretched and we've all been in discomfort over these past few months and really learning complete new ways of operating our homes, our work, and our lives. And before this had happened, actually, starting last January, I had really been wanting to move away from the very um, privileged coaching model that I was seeing and had been seeing for many years. And so in behind the scenes conversations and with my own mentors and guides and spirits and coaches talking about like, what can we have, what kind of communities, what kind of learning and um, engaged and, and spiritual communities can we have moving forward that really bring together a number of frameworks, a number of systems um, without having to stick to one thing, kind of almost like visioning forward the type of spiritual communities that we want to be in that really do have roots in wellness and movement and song and dance and community and deep thought and care for one another that address the racial and social inequities? Um, and how do we do this in a way that is sustainable for our community? Um, how do we do this in a way where nobody is giving too much, not our community leader, not our community leaders, not myself, um, and really thinking about energy exchanges in the process of this? I mean, this is a really interesting and dynamic conversation to be having. How do we meet financial needs that, you know, Zoom costs a lot of money per month, especially with the amount of recordings that we do um, and having a good bookkeeper to keep that, that end of things really clean so that we have um, the foundation from which to build a really pure um, energetic 
system and container and community that doesn't have any disruption in energy, meaning again, pay too much or pay too little, um, not taking care of all the elements that it really requires to run things behind the scenes. And I don't really consider, you know, I'm having a hard time talking about what we do in the world in terms of work. This is never feels like work. It always feels just like an interesting path of, soul and, um, introspection and curiosity. And also that there are costs associated and well-being associated in terms of how to keep good care of all the layers of all of our lives, right. And how not to sort of take advantage in any direction. This all feels really relevant and important moving beyond just a self-care model into a community care model. And, it's not easy to understand like quick and tangible. Um, I wish that it were, but what I'm envisioning and what I dream for us all is different than what we currently see, right? Different than the narrative that we currently see around charging what you're worth or, um, you know, having to invest a tremendous amount of money in order to make um, any sort of intellectual, spiritual, mental, physical, psychological growth. I, I do believe there is a way for us to hold each other. And also there's a lot because of online where you could grow and grow and grow and have so many people attending a class or a workshop. And one of the things I love about our community is how intimate it is. I know so much about your lives and um, that you've shared and you know so much about mine. And so how do we keep kind of an intimate and dynamic spiritual container and really letting spiritual be the name of just our connection to ourself and our world, um, nature, each other, and letting that that version of spirituality um, really be from which we all grow and heal together, which is at the core of yoga, Ayurveda, Kabbalah, you know, everything consciousness, everything that we talk about and study um, and kind of push on. What's the what's the mainstream narrative in terms of what's what we understand and that's working for us and what are the elements that we're still questioning or chewing on and how can we learn from each other so it's layered and i am excited because if you've already been part of the lola community online we have our own little social network um and we hold all of our different circles in there um not all of them actually just some of them some of them we also have on marco polo especially if it's going to be more visual and we want to have more of that live video um i have an inner voice group an ayurveda group um we just did our 40-day commitment challenge and our sacred playground so really being dynamic and creative with what the community needs. As you all know, I've been leading these Lola all calls on Monday mornings, kind of like a Monday morning staff meeting um, from the heart that includes music and meditation and just some questioning, journaling and reflection to start the week. I can see the direction that we're moving in terms of having another sacred playground this winter using inner voice work um, and deepening our own connection to play and creativity, um, even within the difficult circumstances that we're in in the world. So balancing, that's this picture behind me, the masculine and feminine um, energies of flow and really being intentional about our embodiment practices as a source of healing, as a source of rest and restoration um, during this difficult time, especially as we move into winter. So 
we will keep going. We will keep creating. We will keep inviting. We will keep layering. And I'm asking for your support in a number of ways. So number one is you could definitely do a financial investment each month um, offering. I'm starting off with $33 a month for the memberships, which will give you the conversations and the podcasts and access to our circles and everything that you basically already have just in terms of you committing and saying, this is important to me. This is something I'm willing to invest in at this rate. Um, I'm starting this monthly membership at $33 and you are welcome to do, to write me an email and do less if that's a better fit for you. And you do want to show up in that way. And on the other ends of that, if you want to donate more than that per month and you're able to do that, that's really helpful as well. So definitely financial investment will help us sustain another, um, way that you could be involved in our community. I wrote these down so I didn't forget is to become a community leader. So if you have some strengths, you have something you're really passionate about, email me. Let's get you involved in offering to our community. We have people offering um, a variety of things, sometimes movement classes or talks. Um, I know there's another round of Artist Way people are talking about doing. Um, so becoming a community leader can help you step up into your own leadership and into um, being a contributing member to our community. Another is to barter your um, or offer an exchange for whatever your strengths or skills are. So, you know, we are um, paying for a number of services that maybe you have that strength or skill and you could donate them to the community to keep us really sustainable and going. And then we wouldn't have that um, fixed cost per month. So I'm really open to hearing about that in terms of um, what you might be able to offer in your professional services. Um, and the last two ways that are would be really valuable are to share. So I obviously am not interested in having a million followers or anything like that, because I think, again, sort of our special sauce is in the intimacy and in that we do get to know each other and we do get to be part of each other's lives as we're um, holding these circles and these conversations and these groups together. Um, but if you do have one or two people to share what we do with your podcast or an upcoming circle, or, um, you know, again, anything that resonates at your heart, sharing with people does help us continue to build our community in a very organic way. I don't do any, you know, social media advertising or anything like that. Everybody who comes to our community comes because of a talk or a friend and that sort of natural rhythm of growth is really beautiful and works really well for us and our capacity within the community as people ebb and flow in and out of it. We have people who've been part of our community for all 12 years and they come in and they go out as they need. And that's what I love about this space that we've created together um, is that we do have people who come in and out for different reasons and different um, offerings that call to them. So that again, feels more natural than anything that feels like it's really um, speaking to scarcity or, you know, if you're not in here or exclusivity or inclusivity, should I even say either, um, but really allowing you to have this dynamic kind of spiritual learning, uh, connecting community care home where you can come in and out as, as needed. And so you sharing with people helps us be able to have that expansion and contraction. And the last one is 
I'm really interested in new models of not business, not nonprofit, not like, what are we? And what do we want to dream forward? And what do we want to create? And what do we envision for our world and for our children and our families and our neighbors? Like what kinds of communities do we want to be part of that we support? And so that idea of brainstorming possible creations beyond nonprofit, beyond businesses, um, beyond structures that we know, that's what, those are the conversations I'm really interested in having, having, and I've been trying to listen to and attune to in different, um, different areas beyond ours so that I can really try to learn and see like, what is the next wave of this and how, when people are losing jobs in our economy, um, is so big question mark for the future. Um, how do we keep this type of really important self-care, community care, stress management, deep spiritual connection and growth, um, a priority? How do we not, how do we include people in and not have paywalls that kick them out or prevent them from being part of these conversations? I mean, part of the issue that we have in wellness and in yoga, Ayurveda, Buddhism in, in a lot of Eastern tradition is the amount of privilege and financial privilege it has, it takes to even get part of these conversations. So what, these are the, the layers and levels of things that I'm thinking about all the time and um, wanting to weave and weave and weave. So as most of you know, I'm in the first year of my Kohenet training, which is a Hebrew priestess program that is three years, which means that I am shifting my lens away from coaching into clergy. And so that's also part of that death doula training that I did this summer, also with the mind body medicine layers, um, obviously with the, the physical somatic healing from inner voice and yoga and years of Ayurveda, all of these things are very integrated. And so as a Kohenet rising Kohenet, um, my whole heart's work is towards elevating humanity in any way that I can and dedicating my life to that purpose. And so our community is the vision of that and is the way in which um, I want to continue to grow and massage and build us being together in that way, us co-creating and also again, having natural leaders rise up and, and sharing, co-facilitating, um, co-leading and co-creating. That just feels like that is the direction we're going. No longer can we kind of have that old one-to-one -one model, right? Whether it's talk therapy one-on-one -on -one or coaching one-on-one, -on -one. like we are not individual. We are in the bigger system. Let's look at systems theories. Let's talk about the ways that circles that we're in relate to one another and help us grow. How do we see ourselves within that system, our family system, our community system? Um, these are really important aspects and shifts that need to be happening in wellness, in spirituality, and I'm seeing them start to pop up everywhere. So I'm super excited about these conversations and about these ways that you and I, and together we can create the world that we're dreaming. So with that, shalom, peace to us all. And I just really look forward to whatever the future brings and doing this together. Thank you.